You're listening to the weekly partial podcast with Ari Goldweg, recorded with Hashem's never in assistance in Ramah Beit Shemesh Israel, 5780-2020. Uh, this week's parsha is Parshas Vayigash, and we have the culmination of the story of Yosef and his brothers coming together, reun- reuni- reuniting, reunification of the, of the Jewish people, and Yaakov Avinu, all ready to come down and see his son Yosef, who he hasn't seen for 22 years. Amazing climax of the story, amazing conclusion of the story. And I'd like to share with you a thought from Reb Chaim Friedlander, because this conclusion of the story, the, the Jewish people are now going to descend into Egypt, and they're now going to begin Gullus. They're going to begin the first of the exiles, first of many exiles the Jewish people would endure. But there's an amazing idea, amazing concept that we see occurring within this Yerida, within this descent into Gullus. And this is what he refers to as Yeridus Yosef Mitzrayim Reishis Gullus Shechina, the descent of Yosef into Egypt, the descent of the Jewish people into Egypt, is the beginning of the Gullus of the Shechina, of the Divine Presence. Which means that a Kaddish Baruch who God himself, as it were, goes down into Egypt along with Yosef and along with the Jewish people. And this is, as we'll soon see, in order for the Jewish people to be able to ascend, to come out of Egypt, to be able to come out of the Golas, to be able to come out of the exile. It's only possible because the Kaddish Baruch Hu himself goes down with them. Let's see this inside. Beautiful idea. You read this Yaakov Mitzrayim Amnum Yosef. On the one hand, when Yaakov Avinu, when Jacob goes down to Egypt in our parsha, in order to meet up again with Yosef, it's in order to see his beloved son Yosef. So first of all, we have Yaakov going down to Egypt to see his son Yosef, but it's also the beginning of the Gullus. The Jewish people are now going to be in Egypt for another two hundred and ten years, right? As the Gemara, the Gemara says, our sages tell us in Shabbos that page eighty nine B. Really, Yaakov Avinu should have gone down to Egypt in iron chains. But. The fact is that Yaakov Avinu, because of his righteousness, because of his greatness, so he didn't go down in chains of iron, rather, he went down in chains of love. As the Pasuk says. Yaakov Avinu knew that his going down into Gullus, his going down into Egypt, was the beginning of the exile. He was very afraid. Until HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised him as follows. Don't be afraid of going down to Egypt, said HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm going to make you a great nation there. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I will go down with you, Mitzrayim, to Egypt. And I will also raise you up. I am coming down there with you, and I'm going to stay by your side, you, Jacob, personally, and you, the Jewish people. I'm going to be there with you, I'm going to stay by your side, and I'm going to bring you out of there. Yosef will be the one who takes care of you from beginning to end. Okay, that's the Pasuk. That's in Genesis chapter 46, verse 4. That's in our Parsha. 
Of course, we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's honor, God's presence is found everywhere in the world. But there was a special promise that Hashem was, was giving to Yaakov Avinu, was, was vowing to Yaakov. What is the idea here? Very interesting. He brings an amazing thing from the Unkelos. There's an unusual explanation of the Targum, of the, of the uh, Aramaic translation, which we have, which we call Unkelos. Unkelos was the one who, who wrote it. And usually, as Rukhaim is going to point out, usually whenever he translates any verses that have to do with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, speaking about him going somewhere, or him doing something, when God is doing something, he always translates it as the honor of God did it, or the honor of God appeared, or whatever it is. But here he doesn't say that. His translation is, I will go down with you, and I will bring you out. It doesn't say God's honor shall do it, but rather Hashem Himself. Ramam Hiksha, the Ramam in Marin of Uchim, asks the question in Maimonides. He says, Any kind of mention of physicality in relationship to Kodesh Borchu, in relationship to God, Unkelis always translates it. As he should have translated it as the honor of God will go down, right? But it doesn't say that. Why does why does Uncle is translated this way that Hashem Himself is going to His essence is going to go down into Egypt, which is very unusual? The Ramban Nachmanides in in bringing down the Rambam he says like this. He says like this, an amazing thing. Hashem wants to hint. I'm sorry, Unkelus, by translating it literally, wants to hint to us. That when the Jewish people go down to Egypt, God Himself, as it were, comes down with them. The Divine Presence is there with them in Egypt. I shall go down with you. My, Hashem is saying, I myself am going to be there with you. The verse says that the Jewish people went to a certain Golos, a certain exile in a place called Elam. God Himself comes with the Jewish people, right? It's not just the honor of God, which is like some, you know, we see God a bit. It's Hashem Himself comes. In Golos, in the exile, which is a place of Hester, and that's what he's going to speak about. It's an amazing idea. Listen, it's, it's mamish amazing. In the Gullus, in the Hester, in the darkness, it's more possible. It's, it's, it's an amazing dichotomy. It's more possible to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu. God Himself is more visible, despite the fact that it's a darker place. And it seems to be a place where God is less visible. Amazing thing. Kleimar. In other words, Kavanas Atargum. Says Rechaim Friedlander that the idea here is like this: the intent of Unkelus in translating it this way, Lomar, I know Achosim Chalom Yisraelim, I am going down with you into Egypt. Shashchina, excuse me, Shashchina Atzma Yordaimam Legolus Mitzrayim. The divine presence itself went down into Egypt. <coughs> in the same way that the Jewish people merited to have an amazing revelation of godliness at at Maimon Har Sinai, Mount Sinai. God revealed Himself. The entire Jewish people saw 1.2 million people or more, one and a half million people. They all saw God's divine presence. They all heard the Ten Commandments. 
so too, there is also an amazing revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the darkness, in the Hester. When Hashem went down into to Egypt, well, I'm sorry, when the Jewish people went down into Egypt, Hashem said, I am going down there with you. Says Rabbi Chaim Friedland, and we need to understand this. When the Jewish people go down into this Golas, what, what is Golas? What is exile? Exile means that the Jewish people, instead of there being in a state of rectification, instead of there being in a state, the proper state of the Jewish people, which is the leaders of the world, or Lagoyim, aligned to the nations, so now they're under the, they're trodden under the feet, under the boot of the nations, right? We're, we're stuck. With Egypt, Egypt rules over us, makes us into slaves. In our times, we're beholden to whatever the nations of the world say. We have to do whatever they say. We can't act freely and do what's right. And we have to worry about what the nations will say. So, what does it mean? So, Am Yisrael is in a place of Hester Ponim. Things are not the way they're supposed to be. We don't see godliness. We don't see His divine providence. What is the idea here? That the Divine Presence is with them. What is the idea of the deeper revelation that's there when we come into to Golis, into, into exile? The Ramban brings the Gemara in Megillah, in Davchat Tess, page 29. We need to understand the Gemara. The Gemara says like this, Tanya, Rabbi Yechai Oimer. We have a Bryce, Rabbi Shema Yechai says, Heilig Rabbi Shema Yechai wrote the Zohar, he says like this, let us see how precious, how beloved are the Jewish people to Hashem. Wherever they went into Golas, wherever they went into exile, the Divine Presence was with them. When they went down to Egypt, the Divine Presence was with them. brings a verse, it says that I revealed myself, I, Hashem says, I revealed myself to the Jewish people, to the house of your forefathers, when they were in Egypt. When the Jewish people went down into Babylonia, God went with them. Brings a verse. Amazing thing. When the Jewish people are about to be redeemed, the Divine Presence is there with them. We're, we're in this dark, dark gullus. We're in a terrible time. Seems like the Jewish people are de- being destroyed or threatened to destruction of the entire land of Israel. It seems like everything is very, uh, very difficult, even in places where Jews were safe for so long. So much anti-Semitism in Europe and America. Hashem is there. Right, so here, here it goes. At that point where it seems so dark, Hashem's divine presence is there. Hashem Himself shall return your gullus, those who are captured, those who are stuck in exile. It doesn't say He will, he will return them. Rather, Vishav, He will return, which indicates He will return with them. God Himself, as it were, returns with the Jewish people from their gullus, from their Sorry, I'm just keeping an eye on the time here. From their exile. He starts off and he says, Let us see 
how beloved are the Jewish people to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It sounds like the fact that the Jewish people are in Golis, the fact that, I'm sorry, the Jewish people, sorry, I'm, I'm gonna, let me read this carefully, the fact that the Shechina comes down with the Jewish people, it sounds like it's because the Jewish people is especially beloved to God. How do we reconcile this with the fact that there's a tremendous hiddenness? Hashem hides His face when we're in Golis. In the exile, we don't see God. We, we, there's all of these sad songs that we sing on Tisha B'Av, for example, other times, about the fact that the Shekhinah is in Golis, the Divine Presence is in exile. So how is it a Maila? How is it a positive thing? How are we to understand this? So, there, this is just an amazing thing. He says like this. An amazing, interesting thing. Hashem promises Yaakov, you know, as we saw, which is in our Parsha, that he's going to come down with the Jewish people into Egypt. The truth is that Kodesh Baruch Hu, His Divine Presence, already had gone down 22 years earlier with Yosef. The verse tells us that when Yosef came down to Egypt and he was a slave for Potiphar, no matter where he went, God was with him. He had a special siyat deshma. He had a special divine providence that accompanied him. What the verse is saying? This is the way of the Chazal to to make a deal like this. To, to there's an indication here. The pasuk says that Hashem was with Yosef. It sounds like he was with Yosef, and not with the other Shvatim, not with the other tribes. Amr Rav Yudin. Rav Yudin says like this, an amazing thing, a mashal. He says, a mashal, There was a particular uh, uh, animal driver, and he had a bunch of animals, and each animal had on his back cases of wine. So he has 12 animals. One of them goes into a store which belongs to a non-Jew. Now, if wine comes in contact with a non-Jew, halacha is, under most many circumstances, it's not permitted for a Jew to drink it. It's called yayin nesach. We're afraid that he might have poured some of the wine for idolatry, as a, as a libation for idolatry, which is forbidden. Jew can't use that. So the animal goes inside of the store. The owner of the animal is afraid. So so he left the, the 11 other animals outside and he went inside of the store after that one animal. So they asked him, what are you doing? You're going inside of the store. You're leaving the 11 other animals outside. Why, why are you going into the store like that? They're, they're in the public domain. I'm not concerned that a non-Jew is going to come into contact with them. Kach, right, but the, the one that went inside of the store is in danger. It could come in contact with a non-Jew. It could become puzzle. It can become something that can't be used anymore. It will ruin it. It won't be able to sell it anymore. Kach So too, the nimshal is that the 11 tribes all of Yosef's brothers, so they were, they were still in Eretz Yisrael. They were still by their father, and they had proper guidance 
And they, they, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wasn't as concerned about them, about something happening to them that would be negative. However, this Yosef, he's only 17 years old, and he's on his own, he has no one to help him, no one to guide him. Hashem gave him special siyata d'shmai. HaKadosh Baruch Hu went with him and gave him extra special divine providence. That's the indication of the verse. That Hashem specifically went with Yosef and not with the brothers. Because Yosef needed it more. Because he was in Gullus, because he was in a dark place and he was all alone. 22 years before Yaakov came down to Egypt, HaKadosh Baruch Hu already went down as it were. God Himself went down with Yosef to protect him, to take care of him, to give him special divine providence. So he says like this, What do we see from our sages like this? What is the idea, what is the concept of the Shechina going down into Golos, of God's divine presence being with the Jewish people? When Yosef goes down into Egypt, when he goes down into this exile, so he's laying down the foundation, he's the first one. He, he's, he's, right, whenever we have the, 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 he's the pioneer, so to speak, right? So he's going down, and he's the one who's setting up, the, setting the stage for the Jewish people to come down and to, and to, to be in Golis, in exile. Okay? So it's, we're, we're, we're laying down the foundations. What does it mean that God's presence is going to be with the Jewish people later on also? Not just then, but for all of the exiles of the Jewish people. Right? We see that there are two different ways of looking at the fact that God's presence is there in the Gullus, in the exile. It's true. We have this amazing dichotomy from one perspective. So, yes, there's, there's a darkness. Yosef Atzai goes down there and it seems like, you know, he's a slave, everything is going wrong, he's, he's, he's been sold unjustly, everything is unfair. Right? God is hiding himself in that in that respect. Right? It seems like a Kudush Baruch who is not there. And the brothers also had that darkness. Right? Because they didn't they they didn't have the extra the extra divine providence with them. But there was something extra special that occurred for Yosef, which he did have. That within the darkness, within the darker situation, within the more difficult situation, he had extra help. He had extra help. On one hand, it looked like a terrible situation, but on the other hand, all of these unusual events kept taking place. He kept on having circumstances which clearly showed that Kaddish Baruch Hu is with him in the darkness. On one hand, it was a terrible time for Yosef. He was he was far away from his father's house. He was he was a slave. It was a terrible time. He saw everything that he did. Akulish Baruch was helping him. Tremendous success in everything that he does, and and even his master sees that as he points out. He had extra special divine providence, divine help 
in order to help him to be able to survive the impurity of Egypt. Egypt was a terrible place. It was a place of intense impurity, intense uh, lack of spirituality. Hashem was there to help him, that he should survive and thrive. Not only did he have success in his Ruchnius, he had success in his Gashmius. HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed him that he was there with him, constantly by his side, constantly helping him. So that's the dichotomy which we all experience to the extent that we're stuck in exile, to the extent that we see, it seems like HaKadosh Baruch Hu has, has left us, or it seems like HaKadosh Baruch Hu has left Am Yisrael, and at the same time, there's a special Hatzlacha. I mean, you look, you look in America, you look at even those who are not close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even those who are not religious, there's a certain Hatzlacha that Jews have. Jews are smart. You know why Jews are smart? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving them that smartness. He's planted it within them. And, and it's true, in the circumstances of people who are not from, and it's true, of course, with those who are from, those who are religious, there's a special siyat deshmei that we have, no matter where we are. And of course, even in Eretz Yisrael, we're still in Gullus, we're still in exile. We still have Hester Pon, we still don't see Hakadosh Baruch Hu's hand. It seems like things are dark. It seems like we're controlled by the Umas Island, by the nations of the world. And yet, as he points out, and and, and I'm not going to read this inside because we're at the end of our time, but he points out that through through this whole story. Right as Yosef goes down to Egypt, as the brothers, as Yaakov Avinu is in Avil, he thinks his son is dead. He thinks Yosef is dead. As Yehuda loses his significance and his prestige amongst his brothers for not leading them properly, through that all, what happens? Yehuda at that very moment goes and he ends up with Tamar. And he ends up creating the seeds of, of Mashiach ben David, the future Geula, the Geula of three thousand years later. 3,300, 3,000 more, 3,500 years later, is planted. The seeds of Eka'ula are planted at that time. Right? I want to read this. On one hand, they're all in tremendous pain. Ruvain, Yosef, Yaakov, Yehuda. It seems like just terrible things are going on. God is preparing the ultimate light of Mashiach, of the Messiah. He's preparing the ultimate redemption. He's being planted, right? The, the, the twins that are born to Tamar from Yehuda, from that union. One of them is Peretz, who's the great-grandfather of David HaMelech, of King David, who's the great-grandfather of Mashiach, of the Messiah, whom Yerush Hashem will be coming soon. But we see just this amazing deep idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the extent that there's a darkness in our lives, to the extent that there's a darkness for Am Yisrael, for the Jewish people, there's extra special Ashkacha Pratis that comes in. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is preparing as the difficulties begin, as the trouble starts, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is preparing from within those troubles the very seeds of the Pitaron, the answer, the conclusion of the whole story. So I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should help us to recognize whenever the things are tough, whenever there are challenges in our life, that He is there with us, giving us extra aid, despite the fact that there is extra darkness, there is also extra light. HaKadosh Baruch Hu help us to see that light, to recognize that He's there with us at every stage and at every step. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.